Life, a podcast that provides you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. I'm a career and executive coach, and today I welcome Christy Whitman to the show. Christy, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so pleased to be here. Oh, I'm delighted. Christy, you and I are going to talk about your expertise, which is creating an upward spiral of success by understanding the universal forces of alignment and momentum. We're going to talk about your gorgeous new book, but I want to get started just to give our audience some background. So explain the laws you talk about and what they mean about the inner game of success in the book. Set us up so we understand where you're coming from. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that question. Thank you. So we have to start with the fact that everything in the universe is energy and everything. And so like quantum physics has proven it, science has proven it. And everything that has been created has been created twice. First in the mind of someone with energy and with alignment and then by taking action and you know doing things that we need to do by creating momentum. So there are universal laws that exist. And frankly, I think that kids, kids when they're in grade school need to know about these universal laws because it's like knowing the rules of the game. I mean, how successful would we be if we went out and played baseball, someone hands you the bat and you hit the ball and you run to third base, right? Knowing the rules of the game makes a lot of sense so that you can set yourself up for success and work with these laws. Now, I say they're universal because they work for men or women. doesn't matter if you live in the United States or Canada or Europe. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 27 or if you're 63. It doesn't matter what age you are, what you know, nationality or what your religious background is, has been. They're universal laws that work with energy. Everything is energy. And we, as a human being, are sending out energetic signals all day, every day by the things that we say, the things that we do, what we think the perspective that we have on something, the beliefs that we hold, generally how we feel. And those waves are going out into the universe and are being responded to by these universal laws. So we get what we get because of the energetic relationship we have with them. Awesome. What a great, great, succinct definition. Thank you for that. Well done. Well done, Professor Whitman. (laughs) That was beautifully put. So let me give context to the audience because your book title is incredibly important in this conversation. The book title is Quantum Success, Seven Essential Laws for a Thriving, Joyful, and Prosperous Relationship with Work and Money. And I'm so glad you also include the relationship with money. Now, we don't have time to go through all seven laws, but I'd like to to really dive a little deeper into a few of them. So, for example, most people are aware of the law of attraction, but perhaps you can dive into the law of sufficiency and abundance and what that means particularly in regard to relationships and money. I love that you're asking that question because people always ask me like, oh my gosh, there's seven laws. How overwhelming. What do I have to do to each one? And I always say that, you know what, as long as you're applying the law of sufficiency and abundance and you are doing it in a way that it makes all of the seven laws come together, you just focus on refining and working with the one law. Nice. So, Yeah. So this is the perfect law. It's the law of sufficiency and abundance. And it's not just the law of abundance. It's the law of sufficiency and abundance. And that it's important. And I'm going to explain why. Most of us are raised, trained. We have a perspective. Our media does it that there's not enough. 
that we're not enough unless we have this face cream are we going to be enough for the rest of our lives unless you know we drive this kind of sports car all that stuff is awesome i love you know material things i you know i love drive if i'm going to drive a car i'd love to drive a beautiful car if i'm going to wear clothes i'd like to wear beautiful clothes so it's not about the conversation of being material or spiritual which all of it's spiritual anyway but it's it's going from a place of understanding lack and that lack always feels bad so if we're thinking thoughts of lack, we are going to feel bad. And it's about shifting into thoughts that are of abundance, that are of expansion. So another way of saying that is anytime we feel limited, we feel that ourselves, our career, our money, anything is limited, then we feel bad. But if we get into the place of feeling it's sufficient, looking for the positive aspects, you know, for the positive aspects of the money that we do have right now will open the doors for us to bring in more. But you can never create more money from a place of lack if you're focused on lack and if you're coming from that energetic relationship with money in lack. You can never create the abundant relationship that you want with money. Wow, that's so beautifully put. So let me give an example. As a coach, I always try to make things really relatable to our audience so we have those aha moments around the world. So what I hear you saying is that we have this innate ability to shift our our thinking, and in this case, the law of sufficiency and abundance by the inner messages that, that we believe. Now, you're a mom. I know you and your husband are raising two boys. Is there also the ability to absorb these messages and, and have positive um, interaction with the people in our lives that we know and love to help them really embrace this philosophy as well? Absolutely. So, you know, I'm loving that you're asking this question, too, because a lot of people think, well, can I get someone to do what I want them to do by law of attraction? It's like, no, you can't manipulate, you know, that. But what you can do is you can influence. Nice. So for me, if I'm looking at my kids, right, and say my son, Alex, who's my oldest, say he does something that I'm not pleased with. And I keep focusing on that or maybe in my head, I label him as this like as lazy or mean or whatever it is, right? I am then expecting those qualities, those lack qualities to come from him. And instead, I deliberately choose to look at the positive aspects. So, we, you know, if you have a husband, for example, there's things I was laughing the other day. I'm like, there's so many things that in a day I could grab onto and be mad about or get my mind around. But I choose to deliberately focus on the things and the positive aspects and the way my husband does show up and the way and the things that he does for the family and, you know, all the positive aspects that's coming from a place of being sufficient. Sufficiency is the doorway into abundance. And you have to be coming from looking for positive aspects. Gratitude has a huge aspect of that, because if you're in gratitude, looking for what's right and good about a person, place, situation, money, whatever it is you are opening yourself up to receive more. But if you're in the place of feeling bad and not being gratitude, not being grateful or appreciative of what you, you already have, you're in a wrong vibrational place and you're going to keep attracting what you don't want. That's really beautiful. And it was a game changer for me when I learned about the law of sufficiency in your book because I had a grounding and a sense of gratitude and abundance, but it was a real mental shift to understand sufficiency. So thank you. Thank you for that. Awesome. You also talk about the importance of connecting with the essence of success. So tell us what you mean by that. 
Yeah. So, you know, everything we want, whether it's we want a new job or we want better career success or we want to make more money or we want to start our own business or we want our business to get to the next level. It doesn't matter, you know, what each person has as their own vision of their own level and, and, you know, uh, experience of success. We all define success differently. But what is important to understand is that most of us were raised with if you want to feel a certain way, you have to go out and do something and then you'll feel it. So for example, if I make a certain amount of money, then I'll feel secure. Then I'll feel successful. Then I'll feel happy or, you know, joyful or free or whatever that is. We always think that if I get something, I'll then feel. And it's actually backwards the way the universe works. When we feel, we actually get. Mm. So if I'm putting my, myself in a state of feeling exponential success, feeling that quantum success, that where you know everything I touch turns to gold, then I write an email, or then I get on a call, or then I do an interview, or then I write my book, or whatever it is, the, the energy behind it is a completely different process and journey and it's all about the journey anyways but the end result is going to have that success energy it's very different than you know going out and just doing and forcing and you know doing more and feeling overwhelmed and all that to try to then get something everything we want we want because we think we'll feel better in having it so the formula is so much easier. You just feel, you conjure up, you start to imagine, you start to visualize the success that you want and bring that essence of that success to, you know, every aspect of your career. So let's put that in real context, because this is a powerful, powerful concept. And I know so many of the people listening, and, and perhaps you've had experiences similar to this in, in your uh, career, Christy, there are toxic people in our, our work lives, and maybe even our personal lives. And as much as we, we want to do our best to love them and embrace them, their toxicity can be infectious. So how do we use this approach? to deal with those people that that we have to encounter regularly well that's another law that's the law of allowing and and what the law of allowing is is really that you know you don't have to change in order for me to be happy hmm. right so you get to be in your own mood you get to be in your own you know belief system you get to have the feelings and experience that you want to have but i also am responsible for mine so if someone is being toxic, say they're, they're being, um, you know, critical in the way they're speaking to you or they're angry about something and they're spewing, spewing at you, you know, there's a certain boundaries that obviously we need to um, create for ourselves, you know, and say that doesn't feel good to me. That's an ouch. I don't, I don't, I don't prefer to be talked to in that way. I prefer to be talked to in this way. You know, there, there are certain things that we can do, but it's really about we have to be the one that gives ourselves permission to either feel bad and be affected by others or to give ourselves permission to stay in the essence of what we want to experience. Now, I'm not saying that this is an easy thing to do because we're all humans and most of us haven't learned that level of energetic and emotional mastery, but I have done it with myself. I have done it with clients and to see someone be around say a tornado and to stay so centered and so calm and so connected to themselves and to what they want is mastery. I love that. And Christy, thank you from from my experience as a coach, this concept of giving yourself permission is is just so important. So many people get in their own way. So thank you for sharing that. Really lovely to hear that. So help help us understand the law of detachment. 
Ah, the law of detachment. Well, we're, we're such beautiful, uh, you know, things, little, uh, little humans that we are, right? <laughs> so we, we get an idea, we have something, and, and being attached to some ideas and some parts of the creation and manifestation are good. So I, I always use my husband as an example. You know, I was single and, you know, I had many relationships where I got really clear on what I didn't want, and therefore I got really clear on what I did want. So for me, when I was out of a you know, a, a marriage that ended in a divorce and, and looking for another companion, being attached to having someone in my life that I could create a history with, that was important to me. That not having that, you know, so I was very attached to the picture. We can get, we can be attached to the goal, the intention, you know, because we want it a certain way. But the how and the what and the when and the where and all of the details, we literally have to leave up. It's a trusting place. It's, it, you know, so for me, it was like I had to write out all the qualities because I didn't want to just be with anybody. Yeah. These are the qualities. You know, they're deal breakers that I learned in other relationships. So I wrote myself a list, which I actually call scroll because it kept going and going. <laughs> and, you know, these were, these were things that I really wanted in a person. And when I was going to meet him and I would start feeling like, well, when is he coming? that's where I was in lack and that's where I was attached. And so anytime you feel any type of emotion that doesn't feel good, so it could be doubt, could be fear, anxiety, you know, like complete disbelief. I mean, all of that, or just, you know, like that anxious, like, Oh, when's it going to come? That's being attached. And, and that is actually slowing the process down. So attached to what you want, hold that vision, feel what it feels like, create the essence of what it's going to feel like to already have it. But the details of it, the where, the when, the who, all of that stuff, let that go, be in an allowing expanded space, being a trusting space. And then when you get the inspired action to write an email, to go to this party, to you know do whatever it is, you take those action from that aligned space. That really is alignment and momentum. Now you talk about this with your clients and I know you do a lot of speaking and you're a prolific writer. So how might we look at this through the lens of our career, whether we're questing for a new role or we're looking to advance or maybe we're creating that side hustle entrepreneurial gig? You know, it's funny. I'm literally in the process of watching a manifestation happen like this. I remember getting really super clear on a person that I needed in my business in order to get to the next level. Mm. And it was a lot of times when we feel that we need something, it almost, especially as an entrepreneur, it can feel like, okay, this is disappointing me or that's not what I want. So there's a lot of frustration. So I talk a lot about contrast. And so when you have a contrasting experience, maybe someone that works for you didn't show up in the way you wanted them. Maybe they dropped the ball. Um, maybe you're just seeing that there's cracks happening in your business or you know, you're know you not making the kind of flow of money that you want. These are all contrasting things that what we don't want. And the best way to change them around is ask yourself three questions. Number one is what do I want? So instead, get your mind and your everything off the problem and start shifting to what do I want? That invites, that evokes the solutions and the probabilities and possibilities to come in. So when you start asking yourself, what do I want? Well, I want someone that's going to be a business manager that's going to show up like this and do this and you know be able to be responsible for this part of the business. Okay, great. Why? Why? Why do I want it? So the first question is, what do I want? Second question is, why do I want it? So I can have more free time doing what I'm genius at so that I feel like I can trust and, and somebody else can just be in their lane. Let me be in my lane and the business just rises together, you know. 
So when you start the why do you want something, you're starting to conjure not only the essence and energy inside of you, but you also conjure and get the universe to start energetically matching to your vibration. And that's when things start to shift first in energy, but then, you know, the right person shows up at the exact perfect right time. Oh, so what do you want? It. What, yeah, but thank you. What do you want? Why do you want it? And the third one is how do you ultimately want to feel? Remember, we always desire something because we want to feel something. So just, you know, instead of going about it the long, arduous way of getting something, feel what you want to feel. You want to feel included, feel that. You want to feel successful, feel that. You want to feel love, feel that. That's really the essence, is the, is the energetic, it's the first piece of the whole entire manifestation process is to get there and stay consistent with that vibration that you want to ultimately receive. So Christy, what's, what's the first baby step? Of course, reading your book, and we're going to talk about how to get that very soon, but in, in light of um, the fact that this is, this is a, a, a different journey for many, right? A new beginning. How, how does one take that baby step to get started? You know, it is, it's really about learning and applying. And, it, and it's, you know, it, it is, a, you're exactly right. This is a whole just like inside out approach versus the outside in approach that most of us have been raised with. So the baby steps are exactly, look at contrast not as something to um, get tripped up with, but look at contrast and say, okay, I'm aware right now, that's what I don't want. Mm. So what do I want? How do I, you know, how, why do I want it? And how do I want to feel? And once you get yourself out of a different state energetically, and you're in that space of feeling that success that you ultimately want to create, then you just continue that process. Like what is the, in, what do I envision for my business? What do I envision for my finances? What do I envision for my life? Like if I, each aspect of my life, my body, my health, my, you know, my fit and my, my finances, my, my career, like, what do I ultimately, what's having it all for me? You know, like, what would I absolutely love? And staying in that space, that energetic space, and then allowing the bigger part of us, because I talk about this in the book, that this, this clump of, you know, physical matter and all the things that we know and everything that we've been conditioned to be and, you know, our successes and our, our missteps and all of it, it's only 4% of who we really are. Wow. And so when you, yeah. So when you can think of it from that, like if you think of yourself as, you know, Carolyn, right, Caroline, and all that you've been through, that's only 4% of the access that you have to the pure potentiality and the ideas and the creation and everything that can come through for you and your business. So that's where the law of allowing comes in, is that how much are we allowing that greater part of us to be able to inspire us to give us, the physical part, a job or an assignment? Because we are co-creating physical and non-physical law of polarity. We're both physical and non-physical. We're inner and we're outer. And so we, as the, you know, the physical manifestation source or non-physical energy can't go send an email, can't get on the stage and speak, can't do an interview, can't, you know, make this product or do this service for a client. That's the physical part of us. So as long as we're doing our part, that's the momentum. So that's why alignment and momentum are really the keys to success. Christy, what a joy to have you on the show. I have learned so much today, and I'm so grateful that you joined me. And I know our global audience is just chomping at the bit to learn how to get your new book. So let me tell them. It's called Quantum Success, 
seven essential laws for a thriving, joyful, and prosperous relationship with work and money. And of course, it's available at major book retailers and Amazon online, and I strongly encourage everyone to go out and get it. And I'm just so grateful for you, Christy. You really have uh, made an impactful um, opportunity for our global audience to take that baby step today and make some changes and be open to new possibilities. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you letting me speak with your audience. And if you're listening to this, I just I would love to give you quantum success for free oh. so that you can work with the universal laws and learn how to apply them so that you can create what you love in your career and really find that purpose and meaning in your career. You know, and, and that will mean like going from five to six figures or six to seven yeah. figures. You know, and, and really deliberate create what you do want in your life and a lot less of what you don't want. So you just have to pick up the shipping. I'm going to give you the free book. You can actually go to quantumsuccessbook.com and um, just put in your information. Like I said, I'm going to give you the book. You just pay for shipping and um, you'll start the process. Wow, Christy, thank you. That is incredibly generous. And I know we are all very grateful. So cheers to you. I wish you continued success. And hey, I hope our paths cross in person sometime soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks, Christy. And hey, if all of you enjoyed the show today, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud and even better, leave us a review. And I want to give a special shout out to my two extraordinary Your Working Life colleagues, Laura Deck, our Executive Director of Publicity and Communications, and Claire McInerney, our Executive Producer. Ladies, you rock. It's such a joy to work with you. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Thanks for listening.